0: Yeah. Oh, okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was just asking if you knew it or if I was just, you know, singing to an empty crowd. Do you
1: remember when you said that the only time you felt our age difference was when I sent you one of my playlists? Oh,
0: it's First of all, it's Von Dutch. And second of all, I, I, I love the... Pl- Von Dutch is Von Dutch. I live, I breathe, I die, Von Dutch. I get it. But there's a couple on there that I'm like, wow, nope. <laughs> yeah, I don't but know. But then also, you guys said that... What were you said something so funny back to me? You're like, well, you would sit there and listen to like a J. Cole album alone. And I was like, yeah, I do every day. I don't remember what it was, but like, no, because I would never
1: say that about J. Cole because I would listen to a J. Cole album by myself.
0: Okay, it wasn't. It was some other hip hop or rap or something. You said something else that was funny. No.
1: Oh, I said you fucking listen to Princess Nokia or Nokia, whatever the hell her name is (laughs) like, like regular.
0: Yeah. 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 She's my girl. She's she like if I had to pick 10 songs that define my life brujas is one of the songs okay has <laughs> to spell with my cousins oh my god it's like me and bella it's so it's whatever see this is our one age difference it's fine fun fact i, I don't am think people knew that 18 years older than gas <laughs> 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 no how my old mom. i'm like two two years older than you you're my brother's age
1: you're three years older than me you're my I'm sister's age god it's so weird I know I, I no. was at dinner with Sarah the other day and I was like do you ever think that it's weird that like I'm your sister your little sister's age and for you I'm your brother I'm your little brother's age and she was like no I just don't think of you that way and I'm like I guess because I forget that you two are my sister's age it's weird. which like no. is weird but then we but think like, about not.
0: Maddie's age and then I just I can't handle it no I, I can't no, handle I can't. it I don't yeah think exactly I'm, I'm like well how I can't actually be like a, de- a real decade older than you like I basically no. am
1: oh (laughs) jeez, it's like weird but weird but anyway anyway follow me on spotify (laughs) (laughs) wait if you had to only
0: if you could only keep one playlist on spotify would it be von dutch
1: fuck yeah are you kidding yeah actually no that's a lie i take that back i want i I think i wanted to say that for the masses you know what i mean yeah but that's not my actual answer i have a a playlist i don't think it's public actually it might be public it's called flow state
0: Oh, that's a great name. My flow
1: state playlist is my favorite playlist just because it's like, it's a fucking vibe. It's like a blend of Summer Walker, SZA, Georgia Smith, like oh all God, those so powerhouse women yeah. mixed with like Kendrick and like wow. Chance and J. Cole.
0: Oh my God. It's all, it's all the heavy it's hitters. It's that fuck. And then
1: there's like some, there are some throwbacks in there.
0: Yeah. I want that one. Send like that we have me.
1: like UGK and like, yes. Freddie Gibbs and like things like that in there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I want that. It's like a playlist.
0: Mine is, I have a playlist called soundtrack that is for when my life inevitably gets made into a Netflix original series. You can only choose from these songs. Like, songs that have, like, really defined a period of my life or, like, a moment or something. With so, You know what I mean? Like, they have to be yeah. songs I would be. It's, like, eight hours long now. You I've are been so type of fucking person
1: to do that, by the way. Like, I feel like Meadows the type of person to, like, have <laughs> an entire, like, manifesto of, like, the day I die. These are the things that you can only play at my funeral. And when my life movie becomes made by Netflix or HBO Max, like, these are the only, these are the approved yeah. list of actors yeah. that can fucking play me. 100%. Yes.
0: I have to curate my aesthetic but also speaking of curating my funeral I did think about that recently because of the sex and the, the new sex in the city spoiler alerts ahead
1: it's fucking whack as hell okay but did you get to the episode with his funeral I'm like halfway through that it's the second episode
0: yeah have you seen yeah have you seen the like her final when they're there when they're at like his venue
1: no i I stopped vision. watching when she like accepts the flowers from Samantha
0: okay but you saw that so it's like a big empty white room mm, white yeah chairs, that the thing. and then right and then they just play like a huge video to like his song on the they project it on a wall that's all bla- i was like now i have to curate my funeral i didn't really realize you could and then after and i just went to a funeral this weekend wow a lot of death you totally I really- could
1: like i feel like that's the nice thing to do for your family is to have it all planned already
0: right but like i didn't well yeah that yes one yes but two like I didn't really think about curating it from, like, an artistic expression. And Mm. now I have to. Like, now I have to do something, like, art. Like, what did Aaron say? Okay, Kanye. Meadow's funeral is going
1: to be, like, Sunday service.
0: (laughs) Dead ass, dude. But, like, only for us. Like, only for my family. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? Like, Aaron said once that he would want to, like, do something where he sets it all up so the rest of the family has to go on, like, a scavenger hunt across the world. You know what I mean? Like,
1: dude. Of course he I don't know.
0: It'd be fun to kind of do something like that.
1: Yeah, okay. Can we not talk about our funerals anymore? I'm over it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it.
0: Well, so how are you? Do you want to talk about something then? What's up? What well, you, you were just talking
1: it? about Aaron. You told me you got into a fight. What are you unpacking? Oh shit, that is true.
0: Well, it okay. First of all, our fights. Are Holy the most... shit! Did you
1: hear that dog screaming in my hallway? Sorry to interrupt you. No, I've I just heard a bark like a fucking guard dog. Oh my which God. like I should I buy one in L.A. because. Yeah, the state of LA Shit's right crazy now. crazy right now. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, sorry. I you. could get you a cute little 100%. pit
0: bull. You would be a really cute with a little girl pit bull.
1: I don't know if I could have a girl dog, little but piggy. here's the thing. I can't deal with a dog's dick. Like, I can't deal with it. No, and also boy dogs so maybe are I do worse, need a girl dog. dude.
0: The testosterone and, like, they want to pee on everything and they hump things. Like, no.
1: Also, girl I just need everyone listening to know that my concentration face right now is literally at 100 because something is going on with our mics and I can barely hear what's coming out of meadow's mouth so i'm like we're hoping you you guys won't know that like for you guys it'll sound good but if i constantly interrupt her today like that's why because i can't hear her
0: i'm gonna take these off because i don't like looking at the reflection because it distracts me
1: you're so blurry right now too
0: well you're blurry for me now because i took off my glasses (laughs) (laughs) shut up mahal now mahal's gonna yell at us
1: Mahal, what a bitch ass. What were we saying? Before? You went into a fight with Aaron.
0: Oh yeah, I got into a fight. First of all, our fights are so social worker. Eat. Oh my gosh, knowing that we just created the rules for what we created, you realize know, that you we just would said be drunk work. by now. And by the way, listen and listen we said to Mahal, oh, and no. we said
1: Mahal, and you're about to talk about a relationship. I'm not. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna alert the media. Gabby's not talking about an ex boyfriend. Meadow's talking about a current boyfriend. <laughs> Holy shit. This is new What's for our happening? brand. <laughs> so off brand. Oh okay, go on. Oh, my God. That's totally going to be your
0: real promo clip now. <laughs> Love to hear That'll it. That'll be easy for me. Um, yeah, our, our fights are so social worker-y, whatever. But here's here's what the kicker was. Because it was probably about our fucking episode because we, you know, our podcast went out more recently. So toxic relationships have obviously been on my mind and been something that people are bringing up to me. Oh, I thought
1: you were going to say you got into a fight over one of our episodes. And I was like, no. Oh,
0: oh my God. No, no, no. Sorry. I'm kind of I'm talking confusingly. Just okay. So in general right now people like friends have been coming up to me. Aaron's friend came up to me. Crizo, shout out if you're listening. Krizo came up to me at Thanksgiving and went, oh my god, I saw your podcast. Yeah, Toxic Relationships. I was so excited to listen to all the shit you're going to talk about, Aaron. And then the whole time you're like, I love him. He's perfect. And I was like, lame, boring, but I still subscribed. <laughs> Good for him. But and you're like, yeah, I don't need to talk to shit
1: about my boyfriend because my co-host has <laughs> issues <laughs> and will happily do that for me.
0: <laughs> exactly. But so people have been talking to me about toxic relationships more. So I feel like subconsciously I've been thinking about my abusive ex more than I always do. And I know mm. that that's still shit that's unhealed. Yeah. Like of the things that I know to still work through, I have not worked through the abuse that I went through. So I, mm-hmm. I know that's still around. So it's kind of been on the back of my mind recently. And then Aaron and I get in a fight about what are we, like nothing really important. Honestly, it was like whatever. But the the like something about the dynamic in which we fight like there's only a okay this is what i'm trying to say this is so hard to explain out loud because i haven't tried to yet there's only a certain range of like human emotions that i feel or like when i when you feel certain things it'll bring up other times you felt similarly right yes so it's like the topic And the circumstance is nothing to do with my past relationship, but it brings up whatever it is, brings up a feeling in me that reminds me so much of a visceral feeling I had in that abusive relationship that I freak out. And then I like project all this weird stuff because like I'm one, not necessarily acknowledging that in real time. And then two, it's just such a horrible thing to feel that then I kind of project it onto him meaning Aaron and then Aaron gets confused because he's like wait now you're overreacting and kind of like doing something that's not necessarily what's happening here and then I feel like no you're gonna gaslight me because this is happening but it's it's not happening to him it's happening to me Mm -hmm. does that make
1: any sense yeah I mean that was the first you answered it but the first thing I was gonna ask you was did you know you're doing it while it's in real time do you know that you're being triggered
0: so I, I I didn't the past couple times and then yesterday I like kind of watched it happen didn't really get it but when we fight we'll like say a couple sentences to each other and then like walk away and breathe and like think on our own quietly for like 20 minutes and then come back and say you know we do that type of thing and so i was like over there cooking pancakes and i was thinking and i was like oh my god like this is what it is like i know that aaron's on my team and in the past i have not felt that way so fights felt more threatening And something about the basic emotion I'm feeling is triggering this past abuse when that has nothing to do with this situation. So like, I need to remember that Aaron's on my team and that I can feel the same feeling and not be in the same scenario. Mm
1: -hmm. But I
0: also need him to like, it's 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 so I don't want to say like I need you to meet me halfway because I'm getting triggered because I do believe my triggers my responsibility but then at the same time I was like but as someone that loves me like it's really fucking hard to have this trigger come up all the time so if you could also do me a solid by helping me avoid the situation while I'm still trying to learn through it that would be great but like that's a it's such a weird conceptual and then like is that my right to ask him to avoid that because my trigger is my responsibility but then you know when other people are like I need you to not bring this up because I don't want to talk about it I'm like but you're not doing it that way
1: that's not what you're doing right but it's like it's
0: kind of but it's also I don't know this all then I get all weird and fucking disassociative and I'm like all of this line like this line that line in the sand is also fucking subjective anyway and what's to say our culture is right what if some like East Asian cultures have it right, and we have it wrong, and there's a completely different set of standards to where that line is drawn. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I just get, I think too what much it, about it.
1: What? But, but but, you grew up in your Ow. reality. Sorry. Did she just bit bite me. you?
0: Yeah, really hard.
1: <laughs> Screw you. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, Mahal's agreeing with me and telling you to <laughs> live in your own reality. You grew up in a specific... In a society that taught you, like... What, what I'm trying to, what am I trying to say to you? What I know, yeah, I, shit's I went relative. too far. Yeah, exactly. No, but Thank shits relative. Yes, you're yeah. you're doing what I do. You're we, psychoanalyzing too much, too much, and much. I'll tell you. And it makes sometimes no sense. To, yeah, no, it's not that deep. <laughs> not I'm telling you deep. what you exactly. tell me is not that deep.
0: Exactly. Yeah,
1: and it is your. I I hear you, and it is your. It is your trauma, your trauma is your responsibility. But I want you to picture this conversation if I were saying it to you and what the fuck you'd be saying to me. That's
0: true. That's true. And you'd be
1: saying he's your partner and he's chosen to love you, he's chosen to go on this journey with you. And yes, while your trauma is your responsibility, by the same at the same time, it is okay for you to tell someone because first of all, you're communicating to him your needs and your where he needs to meet you or where you where you would like to be met in an you're ideal communicating scenario. it at right. least you know right. what i mean you're not just right. like g- allowing him to go in blindly and then all of a sudden getting mad like a week later being like why aren't you reacting the way that i need you to like you're right. being very clear about where you stand and what you might need and i think about it like we we talk about that all the time of, but like, also i'm being very clear
0: after like this is our fourth fight over six months that I realized was the same thing the whole time that I just realized. You know what I mean? I just want to be realistic about like, yeah, I'm being clear, but it also sometimes it takes you a long time to figure out what that clarity is.
1: Yes, and that's okay. And that's something that like, I think is important for people to know, especially when you're, it's a trauma-induced response.
0: Yeah, I, oh yeah, good point, good point. But I did like, cut It, you it off takes completely. a minute. Keep going.
1: No, I, it doesn't matter what I was saying. But the point is like, it it is a trauma induced response, and I think it's gonna take. I don't know. It takes us a minute. It takes us a minute. It takes and I a think... minute.
0: It's really hard to uh, unpack and. In... It it's you know what it is. It's just hard to be in a healthy relationship after a fucking abusive one. It's still hard, and I've been in this. We just had our four year anniversary this past weekend. Like I've been in it for four <sighs> years, and I've been out of that Not other bad. one for longer. Obviously, I know four years. It doesn't feel like forty and like yesterday all at the same time. I
1: know. Right, God, you guys are gonna be the best parents. Oh, I know. We talk about it all the time. I can't <laughs> wait gonna, to be no. a fun
0: mom. I'm gonna crush being a mom, dude. Are you kidding? Did I you see wait. that TikTok
1: that I sent you about babies? No. And I was but... like, it's gonna be you and Aaron, and it's it's two. It's a dad and his guy friend talking oh, to no. the baby.
0: Oh my God, no! But I have to go. See you that. need that to watch right it when we're done recording
1: because it is so fucking funny. and It's literally gonna be you and I talking to the kid. Like the way well, they're talking to the kid, they're like, "Why are you looking me like that, bro? What's, <laughs> what's up? Why are you looking me like that?" <laughs>
0: That's that's what I can't wait for because that's like how we talk to Mahal. Like instead of down, mm-hmm. Ma- we go chill, and she she goes down. You know, we're totally gonna do that shit to our kids. I don't know oh, how to speak wait. to babies like babies. Well, I kind of think you're not supposed to. How do you? That's how they get a better vocabulary.
1: You yeah, just like, talk to ugh, them like a real boring. human.
0: A good vocabulary is boring.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean like. Like I feel like I don't know. This is again programming in my ma- in my mind of people always telling me that I'm like too serious in times. You know what I mean? And like yeah. I just think about like the fact that I grew up with parents that like did not talk to me like children. Like we were not spoken to like children. Me and my sister.
0: I wonder if that's like I was gonna say is that like an old dad thing that our dads did to us? But I feel like my dad did talk to me like a baby. But my I always thought it was didn't.
1: cool. But then like I unpacked that it like kind of traumatized me. <laughs> So I was like oh yeah cool I have a cool vocabulary and like I knew all I these like it was fucking cool, but
0: pearls
1: because I thought I like I had gotten all these pearls like right, which I did right. but then sure. like I'm in Hoffman and I'm like sitting there like <laughs> beating a pillow and like crying because I'm like oh my god no one ever allowed me to be a child like I always had to be oh, a grown-up and I'm like sobbing so
0: my little baby let's throw you a birthday party that's like so cute. We'll do a girl slumber party. We'll braid each other's hair. And
1: no, I mean, watch I had Lizzie that. McLaren. I don't want people to think, no, like, I had my mom went off on the birthday parties.
0: Oh, I bet she. Oh, my God. Can we? I'm sorry to derail us completely, but can you tell me like a quick favorite little kid birthday
1: of mine? Do you have one? Yeah. um No. Like, do you remember I mean, being we little just, we had, thinking, had like, like a lot of, birthday. I just remember I was like the pool party girl. So, like, I always had Ooh. pool parties and then Ew. like that extended through like middle school but then it like got sexual because we're like in middle school <laughs> and we're all like really horny uh, but like virgins and of course. my mom like my mom was very much like a latin mom in the sense of like no boys upstairs like okay door yeah. like we didn't even have the option to close the door because we were never upstairs <laughs> and the living room is like total open floor plan situation but then yeah it was like we would i would have these like pool parties but then when i got to middle school like I tried to make them like hot. So I would have like <laughs> night pool parties where it'd be like a dance party and we're in the pool. But it's like at night.
0: Oh, this is my worst nightmare.
1: And you're just like all horny. And like if your I, parents like oh, want to die.
0: If I was in middle school, that would be my worst nightmare. I would never wear a bathing suit out in public. I still didn't till like fucking two years ago.
1: I mean, when I was like in elementary school, I would like fully wear like a tankini or like a tank oh elementary school, I thought I was chubby.
0: Yeah. Elementary school. I was down, and I was chubby, and I was still down. Have you seen that picture of me when I'm Britney Spears and that crop top in my fucking yeah, I bet stomach? Yeah, bitch, you fucking
1: kill it. It's so cute. You literally kill it. I look you... at photos of myself when I'm little, and I'm like, I just want to give her a hug.
0: Oh, my God. Those, that last, I screenshot the one that you just posted the other day. It was the sweetest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. And then the Which video one? of you. Are we going to eat outside? <laughs> I just work. i'm only concerned Every baby about the video food. that exists
1: of me i'm so preoccupied about what's on the menu <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute it's so you it makes me really sad i wonder if anyone listening feels this way like sometimes i look at baby pictures or i like see baby videos and i get like really 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 emotional because i'm like but should didn't know what was coming <laughs> you know what i mean Aww, totally. or like and not even in a bad way of like oh the amount of shit that's gonna happen like that nah, nah, nah. like not in that way just like in a kids are so uninhibited and like are just so pure yeah you're just yeah. like I don't think we give kids enough credit I think we the kids soak in everything like a sponge and take everything oh, yeah. in and we think that they don't notice but they totally do but I don't know whenever I see like a little kid like dancing like around in public or like doing something weird like it makes me so happy because I'm totally. like don't lose that They're free. They're They're really free. free. Like don't lose that joy.
0: That's so funny that you said kids are a sponge because yesterday my mom and I, I don't know what we were talking about. Like kind of the way that people talk to kids for, I think we saw someone in the grocery, you know, one of those. Uh, And she was like, yeah, there's like, a point where you're you're just chilling with your kid and you're like oh yeah blah 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 like you could just talk in front of them and you're like they don't know whatever and then all of a sudden you wake up one day and your kid's like yeah that bitch carrie and you're just like oh god like there just comes yeah. a point where you realize oh shit they are a sponge that's so funny i was just talking about that with her yesterday
1: kids really are sponges. Just...
0: what are you unpacking
1: um a whole lot you know what's interesting I said this to you, Meadow and I were talking on the phone the other day and I was telling her, I was like, or I was telling you, I'm like, do I talk to you about you in the third person to the people listening? (laughs) I was telling you, Meadow, my co-host, um, that her and I, but you and I both, okay. I need to pick a way that I'm going to speak about you (laughs) like first person. Now now your brain is like, you and I, yeah, yeah, I'm like, it's the end of the day. You and I agreed that we both do this thing where... I feel like trauma's kind of become a little bit of my brand
0: oh my and god this was the funniest conversation we ever had I wish we recorded when we talked the about the
1: thing that. is like it's written in my journal like I literally like <laughs> wrote the words like trauma is my brand like yeah. it has gotten yeah. to the point that I think people and I've had this conversation with people before and there's one conversation that's like really sticking out of my brain and I think you're gonna know who I'm talking about Meadow but sure I, I had a conversation with someone and they were like you know, it might be so easy for you to open up, but like, it takes me a minute. So like, you need to meet me where I'm at and blah, 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 blah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yes. Okay. So mm. it's when, when that person said that to me, it really hit me because I was like, Oh fuck. People do think it's really easy for me to open up because I sit and speak into a microphone about. Mm. Mm -hmm. my trauma and exes and relationships and blah, blah, blah. I write about it for work. I talk about it on Instagram. Like, I'm so quote unquote open. But realistically, if I'm being very honest with myself, it's all either stuff that I've already disassociated from or it's so far in the past that I've worked through it. I never talk about shit that I'm like, yes, in this podcast, we forced ourselves to have this segment in the beginning of what we're unpacking kind of for this purpose.
0: Yeah. Because we oh, never yeah.
1: really open up about shit that's actually real time because it makes me feel so naked and afraid.
0: Oh my God. You and I, uh, li- okay. Li- before we even press record, when you mentioned the DM you got, it's the one thing I said, I don't know if I want to unpack this on our next episode, mm-hmm. but I kind of do, but I kind of don't. Like, I just keep thinking of that example because it's the exact it's everything you're saying we, exactly. we come off and like so our entire brain is unpacking but it's all shit that we're protecting ourselves from because we know we've worked through it
1: mm-hmm. and so that really hit me recently so last week we're recording this it's today's December 13th last week I was home oh shit let me put my computer to charge hold on
0: that's okay. Mahal's like being a bitch ass right now. Also, I love that today when we're recording, your name's that bitch and my name is bitch ass. <laughs>
1: I know. We can add our names. Also on the brand. So on brand. Trauma um, bitches. So today's that December thirteenth. That should be the name of the podcast. Trauma bitches. Yeah. Um. Today's December thirteenth. I was in Miami. What day is it? Sorry, December thirteenth. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Anyway, I was in Miami for the holidays, well, for Thanksgiving, and um, I was there for a little too long, and I was really just in my feels, and I was feeling some type of way, and I don't know. I, I know when I go home, I go through really intense, like, emotions whenever I'm back home, yeah. and one morning, I woke up, and I was just journaling, and I just, I, I Wait, wrote so sorry, much. sorry,
0: contextual question. Have you lived in that house your whole life?
1: Since I was, like, 11. Okay we li- yeah we yeah ever since my mom got remarried so yeah like around that age and
0: so it's it's the home you're visiting is your home since 10, I yeah, like 10. Context, yeah like 10 yeah
1: like it was like 10 yeah 10 11 cool. um okay. so yes that's the home that i that i grew up in basically um anyway the point is i was writing all this stuff and i was unpacking to myself my recent breakup and of well not that recent it's been like 6 months yeah which is wild um and I was unpacking the anger that I felt when we broke up, and how I don't even believe that it was linked to him. And mm-hmm. that I really, I mean, yes, there was, you know, some things. But I really feel like the anger that I felt throughout that breakup was targeted at myself because I felt so betrayed by. Like I feel like I betrayed myself and I felt like I abandoned myself and I lost another piece of myself to another person who's like not in my life. And it made me really sad that I felt that way because it almost made me feel like do I not love myself the way that I think I do if I have Mm. the ability to feel this angry and betrayed by myself do you know what I mean
0: yeah absolutely it's like it's like am I actually self-sabotaging myself and not being Mm -hmm. cognizant of it like am I not aware of that
1: exactly and and it got me thinking too because I had spoken with someone recently who had made that comment to me of like lead you need to lead more with love because she was like you walk into a room and you need everyone around you to know that you're that bitch and that no one can fuck with you and that no one can hurt you. And that's always been my thing is like, mm. if you can't see me, you can't hurt me. Like, if you don't know yeah. me, you can't hurt me. And I feel like over the past particularly like four years, I've really worked on shifting that narrative. And I have I feel like I'm I'm doing a good job at it. But I, I did hear her when she said you need to lead more with love because you're inhibiting yourself from finding more pure and real Mm. connection whether it be friendship or romantic and I don't know that that journal me sitting that journal session that I had with myself just really hit me because I was like fuck do I not love myself and care for myself the way that I actually think I do and that I preach about do I really not lead with love do I have this anger for myself and like is that I don't know it was like is that what I think of myself type of I, thing because I, I felt I totally so embarrassed when we broke up feeling. like i felt so fucking betrayed. like i was like gabby you fucking abandoned yeah. yourself like yeah. you you allow I-, I felt shame like i felt this deep oh, shame that i was it, that's wrong the word, shame, shame. it's shame mm-hmm. that i it's was shame. wrong that i mm-hmm. opted because you know this about me like it takes a lot out of me to call someone my boyfriend and oh, yeah. i was like fuck i did it again and i was wrong again and that's what I felt. I felt shame in being wrong about such a personal decision.
0: Oh, my God. That was that was the exact feeling that I felt uh, when my abusive ex and I broke up. Completely different circumstance, right? But, like, my my lens of that was the whole, you work in mental health and you just did that? yeah, And you never even saw that coming? Like, are you, what the fuck are you even doing? Should you even be in this field? What do you, you know, it you know, same, same, but different. But, oh my God, it's the shittiest
1: feeling in the world. It's the shittiest feeling in the world because it's like, it's your decision at the end of the day. Yeah. And your responsibility. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's like what I was really just feeling. And
0: did the journaling help? What, what
1: Oh, it like came out you? of me. Yeah. Cause it you, you're, you're me. doing a
0: lot better than you were doing what, like two weeks ago? so what, what was yeah helpful? but the what thing is the I was just feeling did. some
1: type of way and I didn't know what it was I don't think it was yeah. this necess- or maybe it was and here's the thing sometimes when I talk about things like this um that have to do with a relationship I get weird about it because I don't want it's not that I am sitting here talking about missing the person like it has nothing to do with the person right that's right. why I used to be it has everything really, really to do with apprehensive th- with the versions about of exactly. I used to be super yeah. apprehensive about talking about my super emotionally abusive ex, because mm-hmm. I was like, people are going to think that I'm still hung up on him, and that's not what it was. Oh God! And that's how I oh, my feel God, now. And that just is keeps like
0: people from healing because you just are yeah. worried about that their interpretation of it. Oh my God! That's exactly, so and that's
1: and- that's the feeling now is like I owe, like I, I feel like I don't want to talk about it because I like yeah. a don't want to give him credit, but then B I'm like. I'm, I'm over the relationship. Like this isn't about that. Yeah. It's yeah. about like the way that I view myself and what does this say about me? Yeah. I don't know. It's just been.
0: Okay. But so what else, what else did you do to work through that besides journal?
1: Nothing. <laughs> that, so like journaling I've just, was the most i just, like, yeah, sitting I just, on I've it? Been writing, mm-hmm, I've been writing a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it just sort of gave me that like aha moment that I might have been searching for a little bit mm. and sort of allowed me to be kinder to myself in a way of like give myself the pat on the back and be like no you're good like I love yeah. you I'll take care of you type of thing you also myself. called a and friend think,
0: and worked through it with a friend me
1: yeah I called yeah duh. um but I I think I just I gave myself that like mental hug that I think I might have yeah. needed yeah. but I'm still unpacking it and and this is to goes to show like why i think this podcast is cool because you and i did make that commitment of like we're gonna have this whole segment talking about what we're unpacking because you and i both admitted to the fact that we never fucking talk about something that we're actually going through because it it's scary because vulnerability weird vulnerability
0: dude it like it when it's when it's actual vulnerability not like i'm being vulnerable about something i've healed four years ago but actual vulnerability that shit feels raw yeah like, it
1: just and that's why yeah. what this person said to me of like yeah. oh it's so yep. easy for you to work through shit and I didn't say anything to him in mm-hmm. the moment but like mm-hmm. it's I'm like no th- motherfucker it's not I just yeah. I I have no issue sitting on a first date with someone i being like mm-hmm. I was emotionally abused like I have no issue doing it because it's so far gone for me and I talk about it so much that it doesn't even feel like it happened to me sometimes when I talk about totally, it totally you disassociate. Totally. totally. You're living yep. up here. You know what I mean? Yep.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: It's I don't know, wild. dude, but yeah, being just being in Miami brings up weird, um, weird things. And this trip was a lot. Like my mom and I got into a big no, fight that I told through, you about.
0: Oh my god, yeah. No, you went through a lot this trip. Was it the when did it start? The wedding?
1: Yeah. So I went back home. I went back home for a cousin's wedding. And I was already feeling some type of way because I was like, there's going to be so many people that I know there. And it was just like people I didn't really want to see. Yeah. I was begging Gabby for
0: months to bring me as her plus one. I just want that My sister was like, why are you
1: going? And I was like, because I don't want these people to win. (laughs) Yeah. Like... (laughs) It really was. I was like, I want to step in, I want to look good as fuck, yeah. and I'm gonna look so hot, and I'm, it's gonna be so fun, and I'm gonna have fun with all my cousins, and I'm gonna be like that bitch that left. And like, it was an ego, it was a full ego thing, and I have no issue saying that.
0: There you are again, walking into the room, being that bitch.
1: I wish you guys could see my fucking hands when I was talking right now. <laughs> it just, I don't know. So, anyway, I had this wedding to go to, and if anyone here is Latin, <laughs> you know Hello. what I'm talking about, where there is a yeah. very specific standard of beauty and of what you can and cannot wear what's respectful what's not respectful blah 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 I'm sure that bleeds into other cultures as well but like I will only speak from the Cuban mm-hmm. perspective over here and when I tell you that the dress that I bought was so fucking cool oh my god the shit fit unreal. my mother had when I sent her a photo of the dress
0: it's honest you looked so hot like it would truly was a crime
1: I will but wear it I kept you, the dress. yeah no
0: you no, we're gonna throw a podcast launch party. I'm determined to Meadow's still make something. been this saying a we're thing. gonna
1: throw a podcast launch party for the past <laughs> six months. We launched. I always said m- after.
0: <laughs> yes, I know, but after the new year, we launched it. It, it was already Halloween yeah, when but we so launched it. It's not gonna be a yeah, launch it party.
1: Launched. It'll be like an uh, like a like a season closer or like a season yeah, opening.
0: That works. Same shit. Fine. Different I'll wear day. it to that. anyway. I want you to wear it. Okay. Keep going. So you're. <gasps> anyway, the point is,
1: my mom freaked out at me. And... Which also,
0: neither of our mothers listen to this podcast, so we're fine to talk shit on them.
1: Yeah. She's not going to listen. Um I feel like people that work for her do listen, so. Hi. <laughs> <Hey. Okay. laughs> um yeah, that we we just got into a fight about the dress because I at first I could tell she was trying to be diplomatic about it and she was like, "Oh, it's just it's a little much." And then I was like, "Well, why? you know
0: why she's trying to be diplomatic about it because this coming off of your nipple piercing. beautifully written nipple piercing birdie article." <laughs>
1: mhm. And I wrote an article about our my bodies. nipple pierced and I my mom was really mad about article. it but it's a good I'll article put go it. read it. Go, I write I'll for put Birdie. it
0: I'll put it in the resources
1: I mean I don't think it should be a resource it should be like well, an extracurricular you know. activity if people care okay
0: but in like the in our sh- what's it called in our show notes, our show notes? Yeah. yeah it'll be
1: in our show notes if you want to give it a give it a read it's really good but so she's trying to be super diplomatic because after we got into a fight about the nipple piercing and i called her out about like not letting me do what i want with my body and like shaming me for it she's trying to be like woke as fuck and it's like oh my god my daughter's so cool and it's fine (laughs) so she was trying to be diplomatic at first and then i like provoked her and i was like why does it bother you so much and then that's where i got the tea you poked the bear i poked the bear and she freaked out at me first of all only yelled in spanish i've never been screamed out in english in my entire life screaming at me in spanish (laughs) And used a word that I literally was like. She goes, oh, she no. goes, Gabby. That you, it is. She goes, it's so horish. And you know what I said back to her? Say it in Spanish. No, that was in English. Horish is a word that my mother shot out of her fucking ass. Like that is a word that she created. Like horish. That's true. So she said it to me. She said that in English, and then I go. I said back to her. I was like, you know what, mom? I go one day when I get married. My invitation is gonna say attire whorish. and I hung up the phone. I was like, "Bye, <laughs> D- dude." Mic
0: drop. Because what I the fuck does horish mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, like, also, oh, also, we're gonna start unpacking your misogyny now. Like, I don't have the time.
1: Yeah, I was like, also, <laughs> by the way, and this I said to her. I was like, "Why is my t- my boobs were covered?" I was like, "Why is it okay? Why is it socially acceptable for a girl to walk around with her tits out? Which it should be, FYI. But why is that more socially acceptable?" Then like it was my it was this my like midriff like between my under like my boobs and my belly button Uh that part of my stomach was showing, Uh and that's because it was like a cool dress, Uh like it was gonna cause waves. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry that everyone else is so fucking boring that like me wearing something cool is gonna like they're gonna shit their pants. Are they that bored with their lives that like this is gonna be the topic of conversation? And my cousin, I said to my cousin, my cousin was like, yeah. And I was like, mm, great.
0: It's so, and it's so hard because it's, oh God, how do I want to, it? it's, it's hard to fight with your parents. One in like a way where you're like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't mean to project this onto you, but it just bring it makes me think of my mom where I'm like certain, obviously not with fashion because my mom in sixth grade, my mom refused to sign the fucking dress code. My mom wears my mom is known for how bizarre her fashion is so not in fashion sense but like when other stuff happens and you just have that feeling when you're like fuck you're so off base now i have to like unpack something further with you that i know you haven't even done you're so stuck in another mindset and i want to be like just catch the fuck up like i just don't have the time but then i you're my mom, and I want to have that relationship with you. But now I have to like see you as a full adult to do this, and like I don't have the energy, and I just want to wear the fucking dress. Like, but here's it the thing: you so we... much at once. Mm-hmm.
1: You said something interesting, though. Do you think that we owe it to our parents to have that conversation? Because somebody recently said to me, they were like, like this past weekend in Miami, they mm-hmm. were like, you know, I just really hope that like you, you know, you have a lot to say about your parent. Like this is in private, obviously, and things mm-hmm. that like I haven't not spoken about here. But just like you know, I, I would hope that like you would have like an honest super honest conversation with your parents and like you know tell them how you really feel and I literally dead ass was like no me interesa like no me interesa which means like it doesn't it doesn't interest me like that doesn't mm-hmm. that doesn't interest me like I I don't no me interesa to like sit down and have this conversation with like I, I don't have the time I have other things going on like do you think that you owe it to your parents to like have these conversations with them when you're no. like thank you. I don't
0: think you owe your parents anything I think if you want to have a relationship with your parents that like includes getting that deep and includes going there you should be honest about it and fucking just do your side of the work but I think if you have a relationship with your parents that works for you and feels healthy and has certain boundaries that doesn't bring that up you don't owe them fucking jack shit thank you period but also period. like it I but here once again I I say that and then think about how I act every time something fucking comes up with my little brother and I call you. I The guilt and responsibility that I feel that's projected onto me that I can't untangle. That's you know a what pain I mean?
1: point, though, too. You know but what I th- mean?
0: But I'm just saying it's easier said than done. Like, we can say that stuff, but it just it's still, it doesn't make it any
1: less challenging to grapple with in real time. The moment that we realize that our parents are humans is the moment that everything in our lives oh, shifts.
0: unravels. Unraveled. do you, do you, you be... do you know
1: the moment that you realize your parents were human oh, beings
0: that's such a... yeah the fucking uh this it's, here's a deep cut my dad's funeral because I mm. found out the dopest fucking stories about him that I was looking around like are you kidding me like I didn't know any of this shit he's the first time my dad ever smoked weed was with Joan Baez do you know who that is she was like no. some big country Woodstock chick
1: that's so cool. Like
0: my, my dad was literally kicked out of oh fucking what was it? My dad was like kicked out of the islands for laundering money and like buying vodka on the black market and like doing all that. Like my dad is the wolf of Wall Street. You know what I mean? Like my yeah. my dad had the coolest fucking life in the world. And it took after him dying for me to learn that because I was also what I was 17 when he died. So I, I wasn't conceptualizing my parents as real people yet. And ever since then, it was like, Oh, holy fucking shit that's so cool and it's allowed me to like discover him in a way that's safe my mom who's still alive oh my god it's been, it, that all that did was unravel fucking trauma to work through because then mm-hmm. you're you got the real life person in front of you that you're working out as a person and then fucking up and then making mistakes that you don't agree with and then you're having to bring it up and then you have to unpack how that affected you and what what perspectives you have and do you want to release that whatever like I, I think I told you, I saw those memes that were like the father wound versus the mother wound.
1: Yeah, I didn't read them yet.
0: Oh my God, let's read that. because I, pull it I up? Okay. Yes, please. I read the father wound and was like, yep, none of those apply. My dad was perfect. And then I read the mother wound and was like, Jesus fucking Christ. You think your dad's dead? You think you have daddy issues? No, you got mommy issues. But then. My sister's story, she posted every goddamn slide of that father wound. Like, that wasn't pointed as hell, sis So, but we grew up with vastly different dads so then it makes you unpack that further fucking like wild we when that grew happens. up with different and I know your siblings is like that too like our siblings Gabby and I both have siblings that are so much older than us our siblings experiences of our parents could not be more different from mm-hmm. ours and then you just don't agree on like anything and like thinking back on people it's just weird but it's what's so even more weird.
1: wild because it checks out Meadow and I both of our dads are a lot older yeah and Um, So my dad was married before he married my mom. And so I have two half brothers that are literally like ones in his fifties, ones in his late forties. Like they're, they could be my dad's and my dad's 76. Mm -hmm. And, what's my point oh they grew up with very obviously a very different relationship like my dad had his first kid at 21 and he had his last kid and me at 50 like by the time Dude, he got to me same. he was just like don't same. die that's my, my dad yes you know my
0: dad was mr magoo my dad was a fucking grandpa like yeah we to get do but we, and we get like the softer got, part of them too because yep. they're old oh yeah and,
1: and the older ones we got the don't soft get and that squishy
0: ones and the older ones got the like hard-working like gnarly like don't fuck up like m- making money not around
1: but you know what's even weirder is when you grow up with a sibling in the same house with the same both parents like what well, my sister and I my sister and I are she's but we she's my only full sibling like we've same parents both of our parents Yeah, she's meadow's age she's three years older than me and she and I had completely different experiences growing up in the same house
0: well you know what that's kind of reassuring because so did Casey and I and that's my yeah. younger sibling who is also my only full sibling but I chalked that up to mental illness because when he thinks back on the exact same memory I do, his perception of it is so wildly different. And like,
1: I mean, it could be mental. illness. But it could also wrong. be just but j- who be we it- are as human beings. Like my sister, yeah. I line? would say, yeah, like I would always say like my sister had a very di- different experience because I think her and my mom are the same person. And so they fought mm-hmm. a lot. And I grew up, my parents got divorced when I was like seven. So I grew up in a house. I mean, I saw my dad a lot, but I my home was my mom's house yeah and so she was primarily raising us and my sister and my mom fought like great like they fought so much and i was always like it's because you are the same person and my sister is a type of bitch that like she i love her to death but she's the type <laughs> of person that like she wants to fucking hit you where it hurts Ooh, and yeah. so like yeah. her she would she wouldn't even lie. Like she yeah. would do something and then she'd come home and she would have gotten away with it. And she'd be like, like guess yeah. what I did mom just to like fuck with her. Yeah. And then growing up, she was like, you, you had it so much easier. And that was a big stressor in our relationship. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I did have it easier, but a, I had it easier because yes, little kids like the, the younger sibling, we always learn from the older ones and mm-hmm. you know, we figure shit out and our parents kind of give up by the time they get to us. Yeah. But also because I was like, I watched you be an idiot and yeah. tell mom to her face the things that you were doing. And I was way sneakier. I yeah. would just like not say shit. I was just sneakier than you. Mm-hmm. Like it, that's, that's the thing is like you guys, you would fight to her face. Like I didn't, yes, my mom and I fought and like I, when- got, I got grounded and whatever. But her and I didn't like, my mom and I didn't start fighting, fighting until I got into my relationship with my abusive ex.
0: Oh my God. My mom and I were so different. My mom and I, when my dad, before my dad died, my mom and I like hated each other when I was in high school. We were absolutely best friends. And then we got to high school and like all the trauma of like Brendan and my other brother. And then like my both my parents got diagnosed with cancer in the same month. And then like whatever, whatever. My mom ended up not having it, had a hysterectomy. She's fine, whatever. My dad died. My mom had so. a hysterectomy too. Word. Shut up. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: where was I going?
1: That you had the opposite experience that your mom like you oh, had similar we to my hated sister each that you guys other. hated each other.
0: We hated each other. And then my dad going to the hospital. The hospital was so fucked up to us. We united against a greater evil. And I've been best friends ever since. Besides the fact that we, like, will fight horrifically every now and again. But not recently. We're growing. But um, I want to ask you, when your mom and sister would fight, were you, like, at, would, would, like, your mom try to manipulate you, her to be on your side or your sister? Like, which, what they was, like, did. the dy- They both tried to get you. Like, what was they the dynamic both... for you?
1: Yes. and And I think that I always felt a loyalty to my sister because I feel like siblings need to unite but growing up I think that she felt that I didn't have her back and she felt that I would take my mom's side and honestly I was so young that like I don't I don't know you know what I mean like I, I genuinely don't know I do know that once I was you know in college and up then my sister, I always defended her. And I would get really upset when she'd be like, it's you and mom against me all the time. And I'm like, no, I'm defending you all the time. Yeah. I just think that growing up, her and I had a really bad... Like, my sister and I were not friends until she went to college. Like, until she was out of the house, like, her and I didn't... We did not get along. I feel like so many siblings are like that and just don't acknowledge it. We No, we weren't friends. Like, we'd say it all the yeah. time. Like, I, my sister and I are so close. I love her to death. We have a great relationship. But we did not like each other until she left the house and it was for a multitude of reasons um but because of that i think she always felt like it was us against her which mm. makes me sad because yeah that's not how i want my sister to feel
0: yeah well she knows that now
1: she's Luckily. not listening she's but not listening. you are <laughs>
0: <laughs> hi sister <laughs> love you wait Literally, like those? all
1: i wanted to do was be her oh that's so sweet I wish my like I would always lived copy her and she would get so upset and I'm like why are you mad I just want to be like you <laughs> oh that's so cute and it's so funny because now we grew up and we like her friends always say it to me they're like it's wild because they watched me try and copy her when I was little and like they're like now you literally could not be the like polar opposites are we are so different we have very you similar decided mannerisms. to just be yourself <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah. I was like okay let me just stop yeah
0: wait read those I still want to read the mother oh, and father okay, word. wait
1: I got distracted because I opened my Instagram and a really hot person popped up my page. Ooh, <laughs> let me see. Um, I'm showing Meadow. He's that's someone that, that's so like really good. off limits, so like I can't even. Oh man. I know it's so unfortunate. I
0: couldn't really see who it was.
1: God, it's fine, if I like you this picture, throw whatever. one
0: more fucking bone off this, hold on.
1: Um, okay, let me refine what meadow sent to me okay so okay. meadow sent me two different slides the signs that you're raised by a mother who has unresolved trauma and signs you're raised mm-hmm. by a father is the, what, which one do you want me to read Ooh.
0: uh do father first because i i'm, I'm curious because i didn't feel any of this because okay. he died so and i didn't signs that you were you raised know? by a father yours. who
1: has unresolved trauma this is posted by the holistic psychologist on instagram
0: wait first of all Her name's Dr. Nicole Lapera. I'm obsessed with her. I'm manifesting her getting on this podcast. Her book, "How to Do the Work." If I could gift everyone in the world a book, it might be that one. At least this year, it would be "How to Do the Work" by Dr. Nicole Lapera. It is like, oh, for people that are are um, new to personal development and mental health and like these types of conversations. If you want to start learning about yourself, for the love of God, buy yourself this book for Christmas.
1: Please. I need to buy. It I'll put business.
0: it, I'll, I'll add it to the link. Okay. Anyway, now we should going.
1: make like a, a gift guide. Oh,
0: I would love to. Oh, we'd make such a cute one. Okay.
1: Ugh, people are going to be like, they're monetizing off mental health. Shut up. No, we're not.
0: Oh my God. That's something I want to unpack with Chrissy. I literally put that as a question. Where's the line in brands and fashion? And at what point are you like helping destigmatize and being a part of a greater mission? At what point are you monetizing? Like, where's that line? Oh, people are not going to know who we're talking
1: about unless they follow us and know that we're obsessed with her, but we have a fun. They'll coming. find out soon. Um, okay, so signs you were raised by father with unresolved trauma. There were lots of fractured relationships, grudges, or overall dysfunction within his family.
0: Do you have that? He, and I have that. Well, my dad has that. My dad has a weird, had weird family grudges, but they were all dead by the time I was born. So he would just tell me about Yeah, there's about definitely I weird grudges.
1: I, I don't know if it's grudges or overall, there's family dysfunction. But um, again, I grew up in a Latin household, so no <laughs> one talks about it. <laughs> Okay, Especially going. my dad's side of the family. So for people listening, my parents were both born in Cuba. When my mom's family left Cuba, they went to Puerto Rico. When my dad's family left Cuba, they went to Ecuador. Mm-hmm. Ecuadorians and Puerto Ricans have very, very, very different cultures. And because not all Latin people are the same. Okay. Say it again. And Ecuadorians and, and Puerto Ricans have very different cultures. So my mom primarily grew up in Puerto Rico. My dad was in Ecuador for a while. And my dad's, base, a lo- the majority of my dad's side of the family is in Ecuador. Mm-hmm. The way that they handle things there, and I will just speak for my family because I don't want to generalize, but I'm going to generalize a little bit. They don't talk about shit. They don't talk about anything. It's very, very, very behind closed doors. No mm-hmm. one's fighting. Nothing's wrong. What are you talking about? Like in public, we're perfect. My mom is the exact same way. We're like in public, you don't see a crack. But Puerto Ricans, like- If you forget, refer back to like, the like, part when we yeah, talked like about like the Caribbean wedding Latins and her wearing are a, little, a dress. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, go <laughs> back to twenty <laughs> minutes ago in this conversation, but Puerto Ricans, I they're they're a little bit more. um And it's funny because I always say like I'm like Cuban. My parents are Cuban, but I, my mom identifies more with like, Puerto Rican culture than Cuban culture. Yeah, yeah because yeah, she grew up yeah. in Puerto Rico. So from what I've seen, like culturally, like Caribbean Latins, like we are much more um in your face about it, mm-hmm. and like. We'll just tell it how it is a little bit faster, mm-hmm. and what I've seen you a lot much of South more American Latin's with that it's
0: side of yourself.
1: A hundred. I don't identify yeah. with my South American side of the family at all. Yeah, and they're very much more like stuffy. Like no one talks mm. about anything. So yes, overall family dysfunction. Facts. No one talks about it. Facts. Part two. Okay. Next slide. Okay. He overshared intimate details of situations to you as a child. Never. Mm. My dad has definitely made cracks like (laughs) jokes he's made cracks that are like really inappropriate and I'm like yeah "Mm." Mm. but nothing that like stands out in my brain he struggled to show any physical affection or have any emotional emotionally vulnerable conversations
0: it's so see none of this applies to me and I know my sister is probably just like oh my god like listening to this because I know her version of him did and I got none of this
1: okay I'm gonna keep going he unconsciously shamed you for showing certain emotions no his presence was inconsistent sporadic or chaotic i don't think my dad had a choice the minute that my parents got divorced my mom like picked the apartment he was living in and was like you're taking him to school every day sucks for you i love her um he was critical of your physical appearance or your mother's physical appearance
0: Mm -mm. my only thing my dad would do is when i would cuss he would go oh metal lark that's not
1: ladylike and i'd be like
0: what lady like anyway I was like that bitch in fourth grade you
1: know no my dad's always like don't fucking curse what he says. <laughs> he's like don't fucking curse dude your um, dad
0: and I do have the exact same humor I will say yeah you that. do
1: here's yeah. the thing that my dad is very old school in the way that like I mean mm. he's old but he, yeah like, he would be so upset he always tells me he's like where can I download your podcast I'm like you can't
0: oh it doesn't exist him. it doesn't
1: exist you can't listen to it, <laughs> it um, I told exist. him I was like you're not my demographic and he was like I don't even want to know what that means um <laughs> He is old school in the way that like, he doesn't criticize my appearance, but he definitely makes sure that I know if I look pretty and it's very like, oh, my pretty daughter. Mm, okay. Do you so there's what? a I'm little bit a of like worth.
0: There's like a little bit of worth with appearance there. Yeah.
1: I have this like weird. No, I'm not going to say My mom this. did okay. that to me. Um, okay. I, I just caught myself with something that I'm like, let's not say that on yeah. the internet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> We're learning, um, look at Gabby, we're learning to have boundaries.
1: Yeah, because here's the thing, I say shit and then I'm like five minutes later, I'm like, Meadow, you need to edit that out. Yeah. I'll tell you what it is later. But, That's fine. I'll edit it Okay, out. he regularly mocked you or teased you. I feel like this is like for men with like their dads. Yeah. You Period. loved him but never felt fully secure or safe around him. No, let's look at moms because we're okay. women. Woo! Oh, also, one's going to hit. Were, I mean, your dad, you were what, 17 when your dad passed away? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you were raised more by your mom, though? Absolutely not. Well,
0: I feel like they, I mean, my child, in my once again, my childhood in my head, fucking picturesque. Perfect. Until my younger brother was in like fourth grade, that's when his mental health issues like really hit crisis.
1: So you're what in middle school at that point?
0: I'm in sixth grade. That's elementary school for us still. So okay. I, I like when I was little is perfect and they were always around. And then in high school, like once my brother started having severe issues, my mom was like my brother's advocate and was like always trying to figure shit out for him. So my dad was always the one that my dad was like my person. We always say that like my mom mm-hmm. and, was my, and my brother have a, a bond that can't be beat my dad and i were had a bond that can't be beat and yeah. now my brother is like being a little jerk right now so now my mom is desperate for me to be her best friend and it's the first time i've been in control of this situation and now she wants to be my best friend but i have aaron so now she has so to, you to me you don't need it yeah exactly <laughs> so funny it's so, so is my funny. mother wound showing okay read us yeah slides. no but here's
1: the thing See, growing up, it was the same thing. It was my sister and my mom are the same person, and me and my dad are the same person. Mm -hmm. So, my, but my dad and I have always had, I always tell them outwardly, I'm like, I'm your favorite child, and everyone knows it. Like, it's not a secret. Oh, my
0: whole family, like when my dad died, my whole family was like, We're sorry for Meadow. Like, Meadow lost her person. Like, that's, that was what the narrative was in my entire family. Yeah.
1: Yeah, That's, I think that's how it's been the majority of my life with my dad. But what's interesting is that my, and I don't say this to discredit, him again our parents are Mm -hmm. humans they did the best that they can realistically with the tools that they had yeah in the circumstances i grew up in my mom raised me and my sister yeah Yeah. period yeah and so i think my dad and i've always had like a more friend Mm -hmm. type of relationship Mm -hmm. um like i've always said like my dad has never told me what to do yeah because he knows he can't yeah okay so i feel like the mothers are gonna hit more home yeah yeah let's hear it oh my god that's what the trauma is that's That's the the fun part okay signs we know that's why you're here <laughs> so wait bitch
0: also sorry not to completely cut us off but you realize we're f- 10 minutes over the fact that you said you had to go
1: yeah i know i have a workout i might cancel it let's keep going okay cool it's fine signs you were raised by a mother who had unresolved trauma we'll wrap it up after this team okay, no i her was just trying to be you know conscious for you Thank you so much. Oh. Her relationships with her own family members were strained, lack of boundaries, or were overly dysfunctional.
0: Lack of Check. boundaries. Mom, if you're Check. listening, please listen. Lack of boundaries. Okay.
1: <laughs> you feared her emotional reactions felt like you were walking on eggshells or had to hide parts of yourself. I don't feel like I was walking on eggshells. Oh, had parts I, of yourself, though.
0: I did. I, I didn't hide parts of myself, but I, well, besides sex, but I, I walked on eggshells depending on mood. We say egg so differently.
1: Egg? You said egg, like egg. What? What's say say eggshells. Eggshells. Yeah,
0: you say egg. Egg. <laughs> I also say. Oh my god, everyone makes fun of the way I say kitten, and pillow.
1: It's fucking pillow. Pillow. No pillow. I'm not doing this again. Just keep. <laughs> You're like <laughs> just, oh, this is retraumatizing. Do you know how many meta. times
0: I've been through this? Just read the next slide. Damn it.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're gonna unpack that in a further episode, and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna. We're going to have a sidebar convo about that because I don't know how I feel about.
0: OK, I'll tell you why. It's because my dad was raised pillow. in the Bronx and my mom was raised in Chicago. And so both of them would randomly say words fucking different. And now I say random words fucking different.
1: I was going to make a comparison about how like I grew up speaking two languages and my brain can't compute either of them. But right. That's fine.
0: Same. Th- yes. So same, same, but different.
1: Same, same, but different. OK, she blamed you for a lot of issues within your home as a child. You made your father leave. I wouldn't be so stressed out if I didn't have to take care of you. My life was easier now. No. I didn't get that. No, I didn't, I didn't get, get that, that Thank God. Uh, she spent a lot of time comparing you to other people as a child, sibling, friends, coworkers, kids. No.
0: My mom would always do it subtly. Like, she would tell me that she would never do it. And it's true. Like, at the end of the day, she's, she would never do something like that. But she, of course, subtly, my mom would be like, oh, my God, my mom looked at the hair at my legs the other day and then saw, like, a man walking across the street with, like, huge hairy legs and was like, look, Meadow, it's you. Like, my mom will constantly... <laughs> Have you, wait, have I ever told you the greatest burn my mom ever served me? <laughs> no, but please let me hear it. Oh my God. No, this, this, this is defining my mother in a nutshell. I was talking to my mom. She, my mom had a dream that I was pregnant and I was like, oh my God, mom, I can't get pregnant yet because like my ankles are so fat already. Like I know I'll never recover. I'll never come back from that. And without skipping a beat, Gabby, my mom looked me down in the eyes and went, yeah, cankles haven't seen ankles. Haven't seen cankles like yours since Hillary. <gasps> like without skipping a fucking beat.
1: And oh I just God. looked at her She's and I was your like, mom.
0: I know. I just looked at her and I was like, I I started laughing so hard. I was like, I'm so mortified, but at the same time like that was so fucking funny. Like it, that is uh, so
1: fucking dude what's worse though here's the thing because the next slide says oh no she was highly critical of your physical appearance
0: oh constantly my career, so neither awesome. of us even
1: have to acknowledge that because yeah. everyone listening knows the answer to that yeah Here, but is it better because i didn't grow up in a house where it was direct i grew up in a house where you get a fucking look and you can gauge how many pounds you gained by the look <gasps> on your mother's face oh
0: no i my, ours was so fuck. my mom would be like you look like shit pull this out we got to get this my, my, my grandma was like that every single one of my aunts all has a facelift. Everyone's had work done since their 20s. They've all been like, why not? If it looks better, fix it. And like, they don't look nuts. Like, they don't look like Hollywood people. Like, you would see them and you're like, oh, cute. Mm-hmm. They're like normal women. But they're all for like, fix it up to match what beauty standards are.
1: Like, you should 100%. be matching
0: what beauty standards are.
1: My grandma was very direct. She was like, you look fat. <laughs> fix that. Like, that's literally <laughs> how it. she would be with us. Um, Damn. My mom was... uh my mom has a way with looks mm. not a way with words
0: mm. that's scary my yeah, mom does too no. it doesn't okay. every mom have like that look where you're just like every there's just like shit something so
1: hyper specific about the the standards which Latin mothers have mm. I think like this is also by the way the first episode that I've like really dove into me being Cuban which makes me happy
0: I love it so much let's talk about okay. it Okay.
1: you knew she loved you but she struggled to express it or show physical affection no okay <laughs> you uh you No, my mom my mom hugs me you know I sometimes I'm like don't touch me <laughs> yeah of course also um, every time I
0: first of all every time I laugh I've I'm thinking about all the you know how if someone plays the game that we've made up for an upcoming episode on this episode it's over for them maybe we should have that and two one time there was a comment on our instagram shout out if this was you i hope i didn't get i'm not i'm gonna butcher it but someone commented like gabby unpacking her trauma like saying this line about something and meadow just instantly laughing at her is what friendship is and now i I can't see that it
1: was on our instagram
0: i swear it was like one of the early ones and now every episode like you'll say something that's like so vulnerable and so real and so true and my gut reaction every time is straight up just (laughs) laughing
1: well we laugh when it's inappropriate also it's like like, i'll never (gasps) okay wait sidebar 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 i will never forget this fucking moment my friend isa if you're listening oh no take us back to this moment when we were studying abroad (laughs) it was our first day we were in london and we're like in our dorm and we had to sit in a circle with like everybody in our dorm room and like tell fun facts about each other (laughs) (laughs) but you would have lost your shit Oh no! and we were playing this game it was like some icebreaker game that they had us fill out like they they wrote a bunch of prompts and Mm -hmm. we had to pick them out of this bowl and then we had to read the prompt and finish the sentence okay (laughs) some girl who already like bless her was just god what if she's listening i don't even know what her name is she's not listening we're not that popular it's fine (laughs) she (laughs) <laughs> I'm like pretending like I'm Oprah I'm like they're watching wait first so of all she... they're, they're,
0: have you looked at our audience there's some countries on there I literally said this in our intro over our last episode and then I cut it out because I felt like a bitch there's some countries on here where I'm like I know I don't have friends out there like how how the hell are y'all finding us this is
1: I don't know oh, I'll we'll talk about it, it later. it's hi. so cool
0: hi okay keep
1: going um so listen so the girl gets a prompt and the I think it says like I have never blank oh no and she goes she oh, goes, no. I have never gone fishing, and we're like, okay. And then she goes, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. <laughs> it's so fucked up. She goes, she goes, <laughs> she goes. I have never gone fishing, and then she pauses, and she goes, yeah. I mean, I was supposed to go with my dad, but then he died. <laughs> I. Li- Literally, Meta. What
0: I, t- dude, dude. Last Father's Day. Oh my God. This is my favorite fucking bitch in the entire world. Last Father's Day. Michaela sent me a TikTok and it was like, some girl being like, Father's Day is my favorite day. Why you ask? <laughs> because it's a day I get to tell everyone that says Happy Father's Day to me Then my dad's dead.
1: <laughs> I've seen that TikTok. I've seen it. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's just, like I literally. Bitch, when this came out of her mouth, my I friend and I, we were I, sitting across the no, room. Could each other. We could never handle it. I snorted because yeah. I was trying to keep in the laugh. <laughs> it came out inevitably. And it was like, so. I couldn't Dude. believe it. Oh, my God. This weekend. Aaron's, but then he died. But then he died. Okay,
0: Literally this weekend at Aaron's best friend's father's funeral. Two days ago, he's standing up there giving such a beautiful speech, and Aaron and I are sitting there, and I'm between him and our other friend Crizzo, who's gone 2 shoutouts shout-outs this episode now, and Nico fucking, <laughs> fucking looks at the mic. He just got done with, like, a really big, you know, heartfelt, emotional part of the speech, and he goes, and now as I stand here in a dead man's shoes, <laughs> and their family's, like, so Filipino and sweet, and, like, Aaron and Krizo uh, both go... <coughs> like right you can like hear them being like are you fuck it was the funniest oh all weekend long God. Aaron and I've turned to each other and been like in a dead man's shoes and in he was wearing his father's shoes gorgeous Prada boots square toe gorgeous Prada boots as I stand there Listen, in a sometimes dead sometimes man's you just shoes. have
1: to laugh like you need to laugh it's my remember
0: what happened when my brother went to the hospital and the photo my mom took made us take yes
1: like it you just you just need the laugh you need the lie. It's fucking healing. And you know what? I like when Meadow laughs at my trauma because it makes <laughs> me feel better. Because that is friendship. Because that is friendship. I feel like that's a great place to end.
0: I was, can we get you out in time for your class?
1: I think so. I really don't want to go, but I should.
0: Oh. Well, should I keep talking to you to make you stand? No, 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 oh, okay, 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 no.
1: People are over it. It's, it's a minute are- <laughs> and three, so in three. minutes. People are not It's An hour and three minutes. People are over it. I, when, yes. I, when our first episode came out and it was, um, it was an hour and like 45 minutes long,
0: yeah, it was a my long. friend was
1: like, long episode, bro. And I was like, yeah.
0: But you know what? I had another friend be like, do Joe Rogan style, just run them three hours. And I was like, well, that's my dream. But, you know, we'll see. I think time. about
1: that sometimes, but then I think about, like, is that so self-serving? Like, who the fuck wants? Like, is that yeah, me exactly. being, like, thinking exactly. I'm important enough that enough someone's going to talk gonna, like, for three tune hours. in for two hours?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I feel the exact same way. And then it's and like, if you the want to, just binge energy. Episodes. It's like
1: the most straight white male yeah. energy <laughs> to be like, yeah, someone's going to sit here and listen here and to listen me to for three for and a half hours. hours, talk about nothing.
0: You know what, though? I haven't listened to the chick from North Korea yet. I've been dying to listen to that episode. Everyone says it's so good.
1: Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, no, I haven't. Oh, my God. Okay, go to
0: your workout class. I'll send it to you
1: okay I love you I love you more this was fun
0: this is great I love our ramble episodes and like we Me said too. uh we're I think like I said in that last episode there might be like one or two things that are previously recorded but I don't think so like everything from here on out we're gonna try to make an intentional point especially when it's just you and I to really try to be as Keep in real time as possible so I think it's more fun doing our best I, it is more doing fun. our best it feels more like in real time way to communicate, you know,
1: the sigh that I just let out of my body of thinking about sitting in a fucking hot, sweaty room and taking a $40 Pilates class is just not it. Why don't you stay home and do Tasha? Maddie's going.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, you'll have fun. Go. But then go I together. went to dinner
1: with someone after and I'm like, do I have to come home and fucking shower and do the whole thing? I really do you don't want to go. Who are you having dinner with? Uh, Natalie.
0: Hi, Nat. You might actually have to look cute. That because for what I'm just going to her house. Oh, you're going to her house because I was like, Well, remember your paparazzi photos? That was my phone background for
1: months.
0: (laughs) I was like, You might get pictures taken, but then why should you have to be cute to take pictures? There's my internalized misogyny. We gotta go. We're just gonna keep.
1: I'm also no one knows who I am. Like, I get paparazzi with her and her boyfriend, and then it's like,
0: I knew who you were, and it meant a lot to me.
1: Like, who's the fucking who's the stalker? I'm paying for those
0: Getty images. I'm the one, I'm the person paying for those Getty images.
1: Yeah. 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 This is where we end. (laughs) Okay. I love you. (laughs) I love you. Bye.